Hey there, friend. Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know that we are kicking off a few weeks of talking about things specifically for new graduates. And I really wrote these episodes and recorded these episodes with new grad nurse practitioners in mind. There's definitely something for everybody, but I just want to know that if you are listening and you are an NP student or a new grad NP, these next few weeks are really dedicated to you. And later this month in August, if you're listening in real time, I will be opening up my signature course for nurse practitioners called Dream Job Roadmap. And I just want to give you a heads up that it's going to open a little bit later this month. And this is a course that is not open all the time. I open open it seasonally surrounding when most NPs are getting ready to graduate. So I definitely want you to keep an eye out. Make sure that you are on my email list. And a great way that you can sign up to be notified when the course opens is to go to the resume R- x.com slash djr and you'll see the info page there and there will be a spot for you to put your name on the wait list that way when the course opens you will get an email because i wouldn't want you to miss out on this if this is the right next step and the right time for you to be investing in yourself as you get ready for your job search so we're going to get into today's episode and i think that you are really going to love it because we are going to talk all about oversaturation and whether it's playing a factor in your mindset surrounding your job search. Welcome to the Nurse Becoming podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Guarneri from the Resume Rx, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to empowering and encouraging nurses along your path of professional and self-discovery. As a nurse practitioner, mom, and business owner, I'm on a mission to help you figure out how to leave your lasting impact on the world, all while bravely and fearlessly growing along the way. Join me for honest conversations and inspiring stories about personal and professional growth all through the lens of nursing. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Nurse Becoming podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Guarneri, and we are getting into a really important topic that gets me a little bit fired up. This is episode number nine, and we are going to be talking about oversaturation of the job market. Many of you have probably heard me talk about this in some way, or maybe you haven't. And if that's the case, awesome. I'm going to tell you all about my thoughts about oversaturation, whether it's the problem that we should be focusing on. And, you know, the spoiler alert is that I don't believe that it is. And I'm just going to go through kind of the concept of oversaturation and why we tend to feel so triggered by it. Now, I am going to be speaking a little bit more to nurse practitioners than nurses in this episode, but I do think that the concepts are 100% applicable to nurses as well. But the reason why I want to talk specifically to nurses today, or to nurse practitioners today, sorry, is because there is this overwhelming message that the NP job market is oversaturated. And I'm going to basically present some ideas that challenge that stance. Not necessarily challenge the statistics about how many jobs exist, but challenge the message that is being perpetuated in 
NP or new grad circles that this is a huge issue and should be getting in the way of your success when finding your first or next NP job. So before we kind of dive in, if you are a soon-to-be or recent nurse practitioner grad getting stuck in this mindset that you'll never find a job because the market is oversaturated, then I am definitely talking to you today. And if you've graduated within the past year and you haven't found a job yet, despite what you think are the best efforts, you will definitely get something out of this episode. And also, if you are a passionate and eager future nurse or NP who just wants to be given the chance to gain experience in a supportive role without ending up in a job you hate, then please keep listening because this is definitely something that I am talking about specifically for you. So I want to stop here for a second and just let you know that I am here to be supportive, whatever your motivation is, whatever your struggles are. You know, recently I did a training that was similar to what we're talking about right now. I did it live and I shared the invitation to the live training in some of the large nurse practitioner groups on Facebook. Now, these are groups with tens of thousands of nurse practitioners in them. So I, you know, put the invitation, put the graphic, put the link to sign up for the training in these groups in hopes that some of the right people would see them and sign up to watch the training. I probably shouldn't have been surprised, but I was met with some nasty comments about how, oh, and the title of the training was Oversaturation Isn't the Problem, Three Things Keeping You from Your Dream NP Job. And I got some really nasty comments about how I was 100% wrong how I was a disgrace to the profession, and how I shouldn't keep spreading these fake messages and encouraging new nurse practitioners with false hope. And after I had a little pity party for myself for about five minutes, because I don't like conflict, I don't like that level of accusation, especially because I was showing up to do this free training to help the future generation of my profession, I realized that those messages were the exact reason why I created this training. You know, how many of you newer graduates, especially new NP graduates, how many of you have felt unsupported by another nurse practitioner? How many of you have felt bullied or felt belittled or felt talked down to by someone who was more experienced than you? Like, this is not okay. This level of high horse writing and bullying and belittling that goes on in our profession is just disgusting. So that is why I'm here. That is one of the reasons why I have kind of put so much energy and time and dedication into this platform because I want you to listen to a supportive voice as opposed to a degrading voice. Okay. So just know that my intentions here are always of genuine support for you along your journey. So one thing that I really want you to understand about this whole process is that once you let go of limiting beliefs and focus on the fact that your success is in your control, you can follow a roadmap to finding and landing a fulfilling, supportive NP job. Okay, so what I really want to focus on here is the fact that there are limiting beliefs 
that can hold you back. And I'm going to go into more about mindset and what limiting beliefs are. But essentially, limiting beliefs are things that you believe in your head to be truth that may not actually be rooted in reality, but are more so manifested from your experience or from messaging that you have heard. And they limit you. They, they cause your reality to be altered. And we are going to go into that a little bit more. So I want to go into some mistakes that you may be making to guide us through this discussion. So the first mistake that is really common that I see is having a scarcity mindset. So you may or may not be familiar with the concept of scarcity versus abundance. So I'm going to break it down for you right now, especially because I have really gotten excited and passionate about diving into mindset work and how it can be influential in personal and professional growth and success. So a scarcity mindset is the belief that there is only so much to go around. So for example, there are only so many jobs. There's only so much money. There's only so much success. So someone who has a scarcity mindset, who's a new grad NP, would see their classmate get a job and be happy for them, but also feel like that limits their ability to get a job. Okay. So it's the idea that there is a finite pie and there are only so many slices and when they're gone, they're gone. Okay. That's a scarcity mindset. Now I want to put this against an abundance mindset, which is the belief that there is always more. Okay, that there is always more money to be made, always more opportunities to be had, always more resources, and that one person's success turns into everyone's success. So someone with an abundant mindset would see their classmate get a job and believe that because their classmate got a job, they will also get a job too, because that is proof of the abundance, proof of the existence of opportunity. So really understanding this difference between scarcity and abundance when it comes to your mindset can be super helpful in all aspects of life, but especially along this job search journey. Okay, so I want to challenge you to, over the next couple of days, if you're not familiar with scarcity versus abundance, try to catch yourself in thought and identify whether your thoughts are coming from a place of scarcity versus abundance. And the way that this relates to oversaturation is because a scarcity mindset is essentially the definition of oversaturation when it comes to jobs. If you believe that the job market is oversaturated, your beliefs will become your thoughts. Your thoughts will then become your actions and your actions will become your results. Okay, this is a cascade that is a very well-studied cascade of the fact that what we believe in our head, the beliefs that we have become the things that we think about. And those beliefs and thoughts form and directly affect the actions that we take. And it's a little bit easier to understand that the actions that we take directly affect the results that we achieve. Okay, so just to put this into the oversaturation comparison, let's go down that cascade of thoughts. So I believe, I'm in a scarcity mindset, and I believe that the job market in my area is oversaturated. I have 
heard this. I believe this to be true because of the messages that I have heard. And whenever I think about the job search, I'm always thinking, oh, I'm never going to find a job. There are way more NPs and way more new graduates than positions that exist. And, you know, it's going to be really, really hard for me to find a job. And I'm probably going to end up with a bottom of the barrel job. Like I almost shouldn't even try to look for something that I want to do. I should just look for anything because that's all I'm going to be able to get. Okay. So that's my mindset if I'm in scarcity when it comes to oversaturation. So as a result, because those are my thoughts, maybe I casually peruse the jobs online because, you know, maybe something will come along online. So I'll just check in every day on the online job boards and see what's still left because the things that they post online are just whatever's left over because everything else has been taken. So I'm going to look at those job postings and I'm just going to apply to anything and everything because since it's kind of the bottom of the barrel and it's so oversaturated, I might as well just apply to every job so that one of them, you know, I'll, it'll increase my odds of getting a job, right? Like if I apply to a hundred jobs, chances are maybe I'll get one interview, who knows? Okay, so I'm just going to blast my resume to every single job posting. And the result of that, if I get an interview, if one of those jobs bites and and offers me an interview, it's probably not going to be the job that I want. It's probably not going to be my dream job. It's probably not going to be something that really interests me. And it may actually be the bottom of the barrel because there are so many people applying for those jobs online that the likelihood of me ending up with an interview and an offer for something that is really well suited for me, a really good match, is super unlikely because I have not done anything on my end to focus my efforts on things that would be a good match. Okay, so that belief at the top of this cascade, that belief has led to the result of me taking the only job that was offered to me. Okay, now let's flip this around and let's approach this process from a place of abundance. Okay. So I might say in the same, you know, the same person, the same geographical area that may actually have a lot of nurse practitioners. Like there may actually be a lot of competition where you are geographically. I'm not at all denying that reality. But me with an abundance mindset would say, oh, I know that this area is really competitive, but a lot of nurse practitioners want to live here. And a lot of them seem to have jobs. So, you know, if there's one nurse practitioner job out there, that means that there's more. Because it's competitive, though, it means that I'll probably have to work a little bit harder and be a little bit more targeted in my search so that I can find the job that's going to be the best match. And I should probably focus my efforts on trying to find a job that's not going to have a lot of competition because a job without a lot of competition is going to increase my chances. Okay, so those are going to be the thoughts that I have. And I'm going to say, you know, I know the right job is out there for me. And if I get any rejections or if I go on any interviews that I don't like, it's just going to bring me closer to the right job for me. And, you know, my classmate got a job, so I know that I can get a job too. Okay, so those are the thoughts of abundance. So then, because I have identified the reality of it being competitive, but I know that I'm going to get a job, I'm confident that I am. Then I'm going to focus my efforts on how can I find a job or how can I find an opportunity with not as much competition? 
I'm going to think, well, I know that it's easy to apply online. So probably everybody's applying online. So if a job's posted online, there's probably hundreds of applicants. And because I don't have a ton of experience yet, I'm probably not going to be a top qualified person for those post those jobs that are posted online. So what can I do to find an opportunity that's not posted? Well, I should probably just approach practices directly because if they don't know that they have a vacancy or they have a vacancy they haven't posted, best case scenario for me is to stand out from the beginning and show them why they need me and see if I can get in an opportunity before they post it online to those hundreds of people. Okay, so that's how I'm going to use my mindset to be creative about my job search. So then what am I going to do as that person in abundance? Well, let me make a list of all the places I would love to work, all the settings I would love to work within the radius, the commute radius. And let me make a list. And, you know, I don't care that they don't have any job postings right now, but just because they don't have a job posting doesn't mean that they might not have a job vacancy. So let me go ahead and reach out to them directly and let them know that I'm available and I'm really interested because this is something that really suits what I'm prepared to do, what I'm qualified to do, and what I'm interested to do. And that's really what's important. That's what they're going to want me because they're going to want someone who's interested and they're going to admire the fact that I took initiative to reach out to them and that I'm not just posting my resume all around town. Okay. And so that that thought process is going to lead to more targeted and intentional actions during the job search. And that person who goes on that route is much more likely to find an opportunity that they are well-suited for, that doesn't have a ton of competition, and that comes to them more easily and without the same struggle as that person in the oversaturated mindset. Okay, so I really want to encourage you to change your mindset and to be open to changing your mindset in this way. Because if you're not, you may find yourself constantly blaming external factors for your lack of results, and you will not be able to take ownership of the process. So, like I said before, you've probably seen it in the Facebook groups if you're in any of them, this constant chatter about people unable to find a job because the market is oversaturated and they're just going to give up and might as well just keep working for an, as a nurse for a year or might as well not even use my NP degree at all. And, you know, are there some areas with higher densities of NPs than others? Absolutely. But are you going to use that as an excuse? Are you going to use that as an excuse not to do something that you're afraid of, that you're uncomfortable with, and use it as an excuse not to grow? Are you not going to take control of this process because you've already decided the outcome? That's not really fair to you, is it? If you are looking for the opportunity to complain and blame and essentially avoid the process, then I want you to dig deeper about why that is. Why do you feel the need to stay in this dark place of negativity? What is the real reason? What are you not happy with? Is it because you feel like an imposter? Do you feel not worthy of this new opportunity? Is there something else in your life, maybe your personal life, that is holding you back from being excited about success? Are you maybe not happy about what the nurse practitioner role is turning out to be? Like, were you maybe disappointed in your choice to go to NP school? And now that that's becoming a reality, you're realizing that you don't like it as much as you thought. What is holding you back from actually doing this thing that you've spent so much time and effort and money trying to be? 
Are you afraid that you won't make enough money as an NP to make ends meet because you've convinced yourself that you'll have to take a pay cut? Are you afraid of being the inexperienced new person? Because now in your role as a nurse, you are in charge and people report to you and you train people. And now you're going to end up in the bottom rung again when it comes to that novice to expert model. These are all really tough questions. And, you know, I want you to think about them, especially if you are finding yourself as one of those people who is saying that the market is oversaturated. Like I said, I'm not going to discount or argue against the fact that there are many more nurse practitioners now than there were when I graduated in 2011. Like there's a graph for that. I can reference it in the show notes that, you know, there are studies that, yes, there are more NPs than there were before. There is not yet any hard data that there are more NPs than there are existing vacancies. Okay. So that would be the true definition of oversaturation, right? Like too many NPs, not enough jobs. It's a supply and demand thing. That doesn't yet exist. So even though this more competitive job market is a reality, I want you to separate that from the belief that it will impact your success. Okay. Because those are two different things. There's one that's objective data, and then there's one that's subjective mindset. Okay, so what we're doing here is we are taking that data, but changing your mindset and changing your beliefs and your thoughts, because those beliefs and thoughts have a very, very strong influence on the end result. Okay, and until you believe that you can actually do things differently and achieve a different outcome, then you won't be able to overcome this challenge. Okay, you will be stuck in this mindset of scarcity and you could potentially be perpetuating the oversaturation. If you believe it long enough, it will come true. Okay, because of that cascade of events. If you have decided and you strongly believe that it's oversaturated, you're never going to find a job, you're going to be working as a nurse for years, or you know, you won't be able to get a job that pays you enough, that's what will happen most likely. And it's because of that cascade of your beliefs becoming your thoughts, which influence your actions, which influence your results. And the only way to change that is to go back to the top of that cascade and change your beliefs and your thoughts. Okay. So I want to end by telling you a story of one of the comments that I got in this Facebook group when I shared the invitation to the training. One of the commenters said that blowing smoke up people's butts, she didn't say that as nice as that, blowing smoke up people's butts won't do anyone any favors. And that was her comment to me. And you know what? I am here to tell you that I actually think that that's wrong. I think that in this case, and when it comes to mindset and encouragement, I think that blowing smoke up your butt will do you a favor especially if it keeps you encouraged and supported and helps you believe that there is possibility and opportunity for you. It is going to help you work toward having that goal, work hard towards that goal. It's going to help you not stay in a place of making fear-based decisions, okay? So that's what I'm here to do for you today. You know, I'm not going to say that I'm blowing smoke because I don't like that term, but I'm telling you that 
if you surround yourself with the message of encouragement and support and focus on changing your beliefs and your mindset around a challenge, specifically the challenge of finding a job in a quote unquote oversaturated market, it can absolutely have an effect on your outcome. I see it day after day with students in my programs and clients of mine. So I just want to encourage you that this can be different, that you have the power to change this reality. So if this episode has struck a chord with you, if you have been surprised in any way, if you really have felt challenged in changing your mindset, great, then I think I've done my job. And I'd love if you would, you know, screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram, share it out to your friends, or send it to, you know, a classmate or colleague who you think really needs to hear this message. Because what I want to do is I want to make sure this message is getting into as many ears and heads and brains and mindsets as possible. And I would love if you could help me do that. So that's it for today. I'm looking forward to kind of expanding on this discussion a little bit next week when we talk about imposter syndrome and the mindset of being a new graduate. So until then, I am always rooting for you, my friend, and I will see you and talk to you again soon. Well, that does it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it all the way to the end. If you found today's episode helpful, would you take a minute and give me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? It will truly help other nurses find this show and know that it's worth listening to. For more information about this episode, as well as a place to submit your questions or suggestions for future episodes or guests, head to nursebecoming.com. I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. And until next time, remember, I am always rooting for you.